0: This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real, real English. English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 162, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hellraiser um, who, as usual, has caused a few problems for me. This is why we call him the Hellraiser, because he raises hell. He takes hell and horrible things and brings them to Earth, and especially to me. Um, So despite telling him to wear headphones um, for the recording of this, it seems he didn't listen to my instructions. Normally he sends me his audio and then I record mine and then I put them both together. The difference today is that my audio is also on his audio. I don't know if this is a bit sort of technical for you, I'm just trying to explain. Um, So what does this mean? Basically, you will hear my audio twice, and therefore there is a tiny bit of an echo Um, but I have spent about four hours editing this so the echo you only hear a couple of times it's actually not so bad because I worked for so long on it so normally it takes me about 30 minutes to edit a podcast as I just said. This took me four hours. So, thank you very much for that, Hellraiser. As you know, I pride myself on great audio. If there's one thing I want to give to the world, it's great audio. So, I've done my best, and like I said, it's not so bad. But welcome to my world, okay? My world where the Hellraiser makes my life. hell he's been doing it for 23 years now did you notice that present perfect continuous because it started 23 years ago and as you can see is still in progress nearly quarter of a century he has been making my life hell Um, on the positive side though the hellraiser is great entertainment there aren't many boring moments when that man is around. And in today's episode, we talk about porn, sex, drugs, dancing your face off, and also, very strangely, a motherfucker getting a job at a pet shop. So that's what you can look forward to. But there are also a couple of other things that we speak about. Broadband internet. I don't know if people know that. I didn't really mention it. That's fast internet. And we also spoke about MSN, which was like an online chat thing. Um, at one point in the podcast as well, I make a mistake. I say the complete wrong word. If you can understand it, send me a message on social media and you will win my respect um, because I haven't really got anything else to offer you. Anyway, that is definitely enough of me talking. Here is the conversation. I will speak to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today?
0: Always fantastic, Martin. Always fantastic. How are you?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm even less fantastic now. I'm already in a bad mood because you have arrived one hour and 20 minutes late to the agreed time, and now you've just stolen my response. So I couldn't be in a worse mood. Right.
0: Well, I mean, I I feel like that's kind of your own fault. It's not really my my deal. Mm. Mm.
1: I am not sure about that. We had agreed a time, 9.30, and then you say, what about 10? And then I said, okay, I can do 10. And then you said, "Mm, what about 10.30? And then I said... "I." Okay, let's do that. Then you even arrive late for that. Then you got online. I send you a message. Where are you? I'm just going online. 15 minutes later, you appeared online. So I don't know how long it takes to connect to the internet in Uganda. But generally, it should take less than 15 minutes.
0: Some of us have busy lives, Martin. Uh, You know, we, we have jobs other than podcasts. Uh, you know, we have to mm. we have to meet people.
1: Mm. Uh, and... You told me you told me you had been boxing. Um, so is that your job? I know you had some experience as a boxer. I saw a video of you being used as a human punch bag, but I didn't know that was a full time job.
0: Well, it's amazing what you can get paid for these days. I mean, uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was painful, but the money was good.
1: Um, Speaking of what you can get paid for A few years ago You used to get paid for taking drugs Didn't you? Like the ones in the medical thing You know They need like a human guinea pig Of like what idiot is going to accept money To take drugs that could possibly kill him Oh right The Hellraiser He'll do it
0: Well I mean Again It's one of those things you do for the uh, You know the, The good of the human race Which is what I'm all about Mm. And if you can get paid, even sure. get paid for taking these, these drugs, then why not just take the opportunity with both hands? I don't see the problem.
1: Well, you're you're right. Everyone is a winner in that situation. Hey, how how was that experience anyway for you?
0: Very bad, actually. I was <laughs> uh, I was locked in a secure unit for over a week with uh, ten. Uh, I can only describe it as desperate human beings, and uh, <laughs> we were allowed three meals a day, uh, no cigarettes, no alcohol, obviously, um, and uh, we could play pool and we could read the papers, but that was about it. And we were we were allowed three square. It was quite similar to if anyone's watched um, the Wire, you know the uh, you mm-hmm. know something like this. it's like being in prison. So like being in prison.
1: Mm, Yeah, I don't think people can sort of really relate to The Wire. Not everyone's seen that. Prison, though, not that I think everyone's been in prison, but probably you can have some kind of idea of what that's like.
0: Are you uh, trying to uh, demonize your listeners that have been in prison? Because just because they want to learn English (laughs) and they've been in prison, I think that's pretty bad
1: i am absolutely not doing that if people listen in prison that's great you know the more the merrier which is a nice rock and roll piece of vocabulary the more the better i was just saying people probably can think what that's like probably can't think what the why is like because that was an american show which not everyone has seen correct i mean they had subtitles
0: they played it all over the world but
1: Mm. yeah whatever (laughs) sure whatever um the Hellraiser also used some rock and roll vocabulary. When I think he said "demeanorize" or something like that, it was more than two syllables. So the Hellraiser will have to explain that. Demonize, as in uh, mm. two. Demonize, of course. Demonize,
0: yeah. yeah. It's good that you're an English teacher. Um, so <laughs> it's to to make something to make something look bad, I guess. And when you demonize mm. something, you make it look bad. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Mm. You sh- you should be explaining this, Shh. but it's okay. Whatever.
1: Well, as an English teacher, I'm normally prepared, Hellraiser, for my lessons, okay? I often have to do the reading before. If I give students a reading to do or some listening, I have to listen to or read to that before and then think, oh, fuck, there are quite a few words in there that are more than two syllables, so I'm going to have to look them up before. But that's that's what it is. Preparation, Hellraiser, preparation. Well,
0: like we say, Martin, if every day... Is a school day, even for the teacher, even for the teacher.
1: Oh, that's the first thing you've ever said, which I agree with. OK, congratulations, Hellraiser. Thank you. I feel so much better now after the bad mood and we're already up to five minutes and haven't actually started the podcast. So we'd better do that. Um, some nice vocabulary there. We had better do that. It would be a good idea if we did that. Um, how do we usually start the show? Greeting each other. <laughs> That's already done, but we've more than done the greeting part. Okay. Sorry. Okay, I, I got lost uh, with a mm. with the
0: review. I imagine. Mm. I hope. I hope sure. we have one. I hope we have
1: one. Well, kind of. I'm kind of bending the rules a little bit here. So when you bend the rules, it's when you you don't break them. You just bend them. Is that it's simple? Um, and it was a comment on the website, but it was so good I had to read it. And it's from Oya in from Russia. Apologies, as always, for the pronunciation. And it says, regards from Russia. I started listening to rock and roll English not so long ago, but my spoken English has been very much improved, although sometimes it still sounds ridiculous. Um, I'm sure that's not the case. She goes on to say, also, rock and roll English helped me on my TOEFL exam, and now I have a B2 certificate. wow we. I live in the special Kalingrad again apologies for the pronunciation, Um, region separated from the whole country by other countries and we are also close to the Baltic Sea. I tried to start working as a waiter near the seacoast, but my employer suddenly fired me after he promised that I'd work there. That day I was a little bit upset and inspired by the episode about going to the beach alone and I walked along the coast. I took my black shoes off and enjoyed the sea caressing my feet. Lovely rock and roll vocabulary they're caressing, like touching oh, in a nice that, way. Let's that say. is beautiful.
0: This is like it's the, uh, really... almost a poet.
1: It, well that that's exactly it. Um, It goes on to say, I looked a little bit weird because I was wearing black trousers and a white blouse. So, blouse as well, that's like the top for women, whilst others were wearing swimsuits. But I felt like I decided to drastically change my life and leave my dull office work to open my own business and start traveling around the world. I just enjoyed that atmosphere and didn't feel shy or weird alone walking. Thanks to your episode 156 and all that. The others, how about that? Hellraiser, wow, that makes me
0: feel very proud to be a part of that.
1: Mm. Well, I don't think you were part of that, specific no, no, episode, I, no, I think I am,
0: but... I, think I, I think I am, especially the quitting the job thing. Yeah. I mean, nah, I mean nah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, feel, I think it's a bit of a long stretch to involve yourself in that but you can if you want it does also mention about episode 153 about russia and said there are some things that were not correct about drinking beer and stuff like this but that was the website's fault that was not my fault or probably the hellraisers fault right
0: but i think that she Mm. did seem quite inspired by by me at least
1: (laughs) i felt that You felt that, did you? Okay, well, that's good. As long as you felt that, that's all that matters. Um, Anyway, we do actually have an interesting show today if we ever get round to doing it. So to get round to doing something, to finally find the time. And the Hellraiser, you know what we're talking about because I mentioned it to you. What are we talking about?
0: We are talking about uh, a decade where me and you became
1: men. The noughties. That's right, the noughties. The 2000s, so from 2010 to 2000 and... No, from 2000... Right, this is difficult. From 2000 to 2010 were the noughties. And the Hellraiser said it, we became men. I think you described it as when the shit got real on WhatsApp. So there's some nice vocabulary as well. When things become serious. Because at the end of the 90s, we were exactly, like 14, yeah. 15... You know but then the naughties old oh baby
0: wow it was um it was a decade of learning, decade of pain, decade of just becoming a
1: man, mm. sure, I was thinking um speaking of becoming a man and um well, we spoke about this in the nineties episode where you really did a lot of research into porn and stuff like this about how sex worked. Mm. The naughties, you know, you could put all of those like hours into practice.
0: Well, I think for me, it was just trying to put it into practice. It wasn't actually putting it into practice. It was just I had all the plans, but no one wanted to execute those plans. That was the problem for me. Well, at least you knew what to do. All the knowledge was there, but no one wanted to uh, do the experiments, you know?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, I'm sorry about that. But um, at least you knew what to do because I, you know, as we mentioned, don't watch porn and didn't watch porn. I had no idea what to do. I was like, where does this go then? Does this go there? Oh, God, I didn't know. Um, obviously, as well, speaking about porn, though, um, broadband internet came out, so that kind of revolutionized the porn experience. Hey, Hillary,
0: It did. Broadband did revolutionize the porn experience, but also I'm quite sensitive to the fact that you've never watched porn, so I don't want to talk about the broadband revolution. <laughs> Because I, I know you were left behind with that, and you were just still with these, uh, what we used to call um, when we were younger, these jazz mags. So you you were just a, a kind of paper pamphlet kind of guy,
1: <laughs> R-
0: rather than a moving image sort of guy.
1: Hmm. Sure. If people don't know jazz mags are pornographic magazines is the correct term. Um but the Hellraiser also used some nice rock and roll vocabulary when he said you were left behind, like things were going forward, but you were stuck in the past. Um but we are going to talk about technology of the noughties because a lot changed um in that decade. Um, for example, well, we're going to look at it from how it started because MSN was a big thing, um, at the beginning of the decade. Remember that one, Hellraiser?
0: I do, I do, yeah. When you used to go on uh, these weird chat rooms with, like, uh, 50-year-old men from America. They used to ask you uh, ASL, which was age,
1: Sex Location. (laughs) I, I don't remember that part, I must admit. I don't know what chat rooms you were going on. I was just going into chat rooms to talk to people that I'd been talking to all day at school. I was like, I can't wait to get home and talk to these people that you know I've been talking to all day at school, like you, Hellraiser. We had a few good chats on MSN. Oh, didn't definitely.
0: We? When when we weren't
1: smoking weed in my garage, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for bringing that one up, Hillary. The podcast has never had any drugs talk but you've just gone straight in there but you know we were just young we were just young mum okay i know mum's listening okay we were just having hell the hellraiser made me do it okay i didn't want to he made me he made me okay um and just so people mm. know weed that's another word for marijuana so yes it is um uh,
0: it's, it's also known as the uh the devil's lettuce <laughs>
1: I honestly did not even know that term. (laughs) Again, the Hellraiser obviously knows these terms. You can probably imagine why he knows these terms. Okay. Hi, mate. Can you get me some of the devil's lettuce tonight? (laughs) Yeah, sure. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, I literally never heard that. Um, But, yeah, then camera phones came in. Um, That was Mm. pretty big. Very big. Then you could, like, take pictures of people. Very big. Um, I immediately thought, when I thought about camera phones, of the time you and I went swimming and, you know, we had different changing rooms because we didn't want to get naked in front of each other. I was getting changed. I took off my pants completely naked. And then I looked up and the Hellraiser had a phone and was filming me taking all of my clothes off.
0: Correct. That did happen. That did happen. I also remember... Mm-hmm. Um... Bluetooth was quite big at the time as well. Do you remember that? So you could just send videos of of whatever whatever you'd taken to anyone else. And I remember being on the train to work and uh, just sending this video of you getting changed to anyone I could. And then I remember being out with you in a pub and someone coming up to you and saying, are you the guy who was getting changed
1: in the changing room? Do you remember that? (laughs) Of course, I remember that. But I mean, that whole thing is crazy. Were you the guy getting changed in a changing room? What else do you do in a changing room? The change it's in the name. You get changed in a changing room. That's all I was doing innocently getting changed and revealing my penis in a changing room. OK, you decided to film it and then sent it round to half of Chelmsford, which is where we come from. Luckily, that was before Facebook. So you didn't have time to put it on there.
0: I mean, the fact that Facebook wasn't around is lucky for you, I guess. But uh, now that would that should be on Snapchat. I would probably have posted a, a story about it on Instagram. I mean, you, you, you'd have gone viral. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can imagine everyone wanted to see my naked body. Um, I actually remember, though, one of our other friends who obviously had a a copy, let's say, of that video, told me, Oh, hi, Martin. Um, I showed that video to a girl I know at work and she said that you're really good looking. And I said, Oh, right. Thanks. And then he said and then I showed her another picture and she said, Actually, he's not. (laughs) Oh, wow. I said, okay, well, thank you very much for sharing that with me. I didn't ask you anything about that, but you've just shared that very nice story with me. So thank you very much. (laughs) Great for the confidence. Perfect. (laughs) Well, exactly. That really got me feeling confident to go out and find a girlfriend. Yeah, I think that was the reason it took me so long. Well, I mean, you've
0: only started doing it now, haven't you, really, since you got engaged. (laughs) You're 35.
1: Well, 34. Actually. 30, so, 35, 35 soon. Well, 34 now, though. We're talking about the facts, which are now, and I'm 34. So All let's right. just stick to the facts, which is the same age as you as well, I would like to add.
0: In years,
1: yeah. <laughs> Generally, what people measure age by is years. Not for me. Uh, no? Mm,
0: good. Age is more of, uh, you know, an emotion. <laughs> Of which, you, of which, you, of which you have none. So,
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say it probably explains why I felt old since I was like thirteen. When I got to thirteen, I thought the best years have gone. It's over. I'll just give up now on life. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> and here you are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, one other big, big thing that we have to talk about for the '90s Hellraiser is. Funky house music—that was a big thing it was. in England in the mid-noughties. Hellraiser and I were big fans of that, weren't we, Hellraiser?
0: We were for a while, yeah. We were for yeah. a while. It was—it 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 uh, was—it was a
1: lifestyle. Mm, sure, it was totally lifestyle. Um, I would say they were my glory years from like 2004 to 2006. You know, going into London, getting the train in the evening, coming back at six, seven o'clock the next morning. I think the term we used to use was dancing my face off. Um, Luckily, no one's face ever fell off, but it was close sometimes.
0: It felt like it did fall off a a few (laughs) occasions
1: oh yeah i think that was the only time when i could sort of go toe to toe with you on a night out so if you go toe to toe with someone you can match them and i i could drink like Hillary and do everything like Hillary. now i think if we went out together by nine o'clock i would be at home p.m as well not a.m <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah have to make that clear that is uh that is in the night time
1: but uh you know mm. we we had uh we had quite
0: a good party at uh Uh, Corporal Comer's wedding that was yeah uh, uh, that's
1: true that was a bit of a flashback yeah I I went all the way there one of the last men standing actually it was I rolled back the years when you roll back the years you go back into the past let's say Um, about Funky House so there is one song that I I would like to play which was quite big at the time so let's just have a, a quick listen to that Remember that one, Hellraiser?
0: I do. Motherfucker's gonna drop the pressure.
1: (laughs) Um, well, this has actually come to my attention recently because, um, apparently it says, Motherfucker's got a job at the pet shop. Um, (laughs) which
0: also good, though. Also good. Well done to him. Well done to him for getting a job. If he's a DJ, you know, well
1: done. Let's just have another listen and see if the listeners can hear the Motherfucker's got a job at the pet shop. Well, as you said, good on him for getting a job. So good on him. Sort of like well done. Um, Motherfucker as well. I don't know if people actually fully understand this word. It can be used. It's a great word, first thing to say. Um, It doesn't really mean that you go around like, you know, fucking mums. Like it can be used in two different ways. One in a horrible way. Like, oh, you motherfucker. Like, you bastard. Or in a way, in a sort of good way, like, oh, you lucky bastard, you motherfucker. And in the song, it actually sounds like, oh, motherfucker's got a job at a pet shop, (laughs) like it's the best job ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And about pet shops, that would be, without a doubt, my worst job. I couldn't think of something I would hate more than working in a pet shop.
0: Uh, Well, with all those... Uh,
1: animals that you hate. Yeah, exactly. It would be an absolute nightmare. It would be even worse than that time that you got me a job in the box factory, Hellraiser. Do you remember that?
0: I do, and you couldn't lift the boxes, yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, just looking at me, I am not designed to work in a box factory and lift boxes. And I would also like to point out to people, so I'd also like to tell people, that Hellraiser was in the office, okay, and so I was walking around carrying these big boxes, and then I was just looking into the office, and I could see see the Hellraiser laughing his head off. So when you laugh your head off, that's when you laugh a lot, and that was making it even worse.
0: It was, but it was really funny for me that because I, <laughs> I was just on the computer, and I could just look at you trying and failing to lift boxes. I think you 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 just uh,
1: resigned, didn't you? Quite quickly. Uh, I think, yeah, on my second day, before I went to work on the second day. So I actually worked in the box factory for one day, but I don't even think I would last one day in the pet shop, like half a day max.
0: No, no, you're you're right.
1: Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, Anyway, I think we've come towards the end of the podcast because we wasted so long at the beginning talking about um, you being late, Hellraiser, that unfortunately, I think we've got no time left. That's a shame. That is a shame. I think we'll have to carry this on in the family episodes. We've got no choice.
0: OK, that's fine. Well, uh, sign up
1: and uh, let's let's go for family. <laughs> I was trying to do it like subtly. So if you do something subtly, it's like not noticeable. You've just gone straight there and said that, Hellraiser, OK?
0: Just sign up, get the T-shirt and let's <laughs> carry this shit on. It's, it, OK, it, well... It, it's worth it. It's worth it.
1: Mm, sure. <laughs> Sure. Um. Anyway, yes. Thank you for that Hellraiser, as always.
0: Thank you, Martin. I'll see you soon.
1: I'm sure you will. Bye-bye. Bye
0: bye. Bye-bye. Bye
1: bye bye. Okay, so that was me and the Hellraiser speaking about the naughties and lots more. I hope the echo wasn't too bad. As I said, I did my best um so let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary which remember is on the website rockandrollenglish.com um so at the beginning the hellraiser said that um i was trying to demonize prisoners that want to learn english so when you demonize someone as the hellraiser explained it's when you kind of make them seem like a bad person which as i said i was not doing and um, then when we were talking about um, prisoners listening to rock and roll English, I said the more the merrier. Um, so that's a nice expression to say the more people, the better. Um, I'm having dinner on Sunday. You say to me, can I bring a friend? Of course. The more the merrier. Um, I also said that I was bending the rules um, about the review because it wasn't a review. It was a comment on the website. So there's a nice term not break the rules just you know slightly bend them. Um in the review we had a lovely piece of rock and roll vocabulary well two. One was caressing when she said um the sea was caressing my feet. So that's like softly touching. Maybe a woman can caress a man's penis. I don't know you can if you want. That's just an example. Um, We also had the term blouse, um, which is like a woman's shirt, let's say. Um, And then I said, if we ever get round to doing the show. So there's a nice phrasal verb to finally find the time to do something. You ask me, have you responded to that email? I haven't got round to doing it yet. I haven't found the time. But notice, get round to doing. It's followed by the ing, baby. Oh, yeah. We also had the term when the shit got real. So that's when things become real and important. We also use the very funny term, I suppose, um, dance your face off. Um, Obviously, that's very much a piece of slang and um, but it's very funny very colorful you go out dancing and then at the end of the night someone says how was it and you said oh it was Fucking brilliant. I danced my face off. Um, I also said that in the mid noughties from like 2004 to 2006, I could go toe-to-toe with the Hellraiser in a drinking competition. So when you can go toe-to-toe with someone, it's when you can match them. You can equal them. Maybe if you're really, really fast at running, you can say, yes, I could definitely go toe-to-toe with Usain Bolt. Um, I couldn't, but maybe you could. Um, Then when we were talking about Corporal Comer's wedding, I said I rolled back the years there. So when you roll back the years, it's when you go back in time, let's say. It was like I was 21 all over again because I was drinking until, I don't know, four or five o'clock in the morning. Um, Then when I was talking about my job at the box factory, I said I could see the Hellraiser laughing his head off. Similar to, you know, the dancing my face off. The Hellraiser's head didn't come off, obviously, his head is perfectly there, even if it is a bit small, but never mind. But it's just a nice term to say laughing a lot. Laugh your head off. Anyway, remember, all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com, episode number 162, baby. Um, And if you want to listen to the other podcasts with me and the Hellraiser this week and a podcast every day with a transcript, rockandrollenglish.com slash family. Um, I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby so much
0: for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more
1: great content and to stay up to date,
0: visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.